Well, hello and welcome back to the Trinity Church Waxahachie podcast. I'm your co-host, Rob Price, along with our campus pastor, Lennon Nolan. Good afternoon, Mr. Lennon. Good to see you, Rob. How are you today? Awesome. Awesome. Another great church service yesterday. Uh, so we're breaking this particular podcast. We're calling the Pastor's Podcast edition of the big podcast, which we have all kinds of sermons available. But this one, we're going to take some time and let you share your heart sermon life group so this is your podcast sir yeah well over the over the time that we've been here at trinity i've had a few different asks for like a hey you know pastor jim does like a, a weekly newsletter right we'd love to we'd love to hear more from from our church leadership and so uh, because you're in our church my friend rob take no prisoners price uh, I thought that uh, we could pull this off because of because of you. This is fun. And all your gifts. I love just hanging out with you and hearing your heart. And I know folks who attend the church love to kind of peek behind the you know the window and catch more of your your personality uh, when you're not you know entertaining us and teaching us your ways from from the pulpit. So uh, so we've got uh, a good pulpit message we're in. This is us. We now just finished part three, I believe it was. Yeah, so that was part three. Recap for us this this past Sunday's message. So for the series, we're really working through the Sermon on the Mount is kind of how we're going through it. And we're talking about God's vision for his people. And Jesus unpacks that nowhere like he does the Sermon on the Mount. And so we made mention yesterday that he gets all up in our business with how we handle anger and uh, specifically taking that to the heart of the matter. You've heard it said, don't murder. Uh, so the law is don't murder. And Jesus takes it further and says, how about let's not hate? How about, right. how about let's not stew on anger in our hearts? So, Well, your, your message got to the spirit of how to treat other human beings is what, what it really felt like. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. Jesus is after our heart. And uh, like we said, that, is, that both simplifies things and it makes it a lot more intense. Because um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Scripture says, uh, depending on what's going in there, what's going on in there can determine a whole lot of what comes out of our mouth what comes through our actions. So yeah, he's after, he's after all of us. If he can get the heart, he has the rest of us. So we've got several uh, pages of notes for our leaders this week as we prepare for our life groups. You want to walk us through any particular questions or things that stick out to you, Pastor, or do you want to move on to some announcements, which we have no, this some, is great. some big ones as well. So where do you want to go with this today? Well, no, this is great. Let's hit these notes real okay. quick while we're talking about yeah. it. Um, so Dr. Reynolds, has written us a fantastic lesson for this week and just kind of continuing to deep dive on the theme of God being after our heart. So one of the scriptures he gives us early on here is, uh, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, you clean the outside of the dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside of it may become clean also. And so again, another way of saying that he is after the heart. So one of the questions that we have here is, can you think of a time that you've done the right thing with the wrong motivation? And so one of the great questions scripture asks us is, you know, in a million different ways, why do you do the things you do and who do you do them for? When I read this question, it read funny because usually it's think of a time when you did the wrong thing, but at least I had the right motivation. You know, right. My, my heart was good. in the right place. Yeah, so yeah. when I read Dr. Reynolds' question, done the right thing with the wrong motivation, how did it work out? I'm like, wow, he's really, this is painful because there's been probably many times which we, we do things yeah. to be noticed, basically. And so whether it was a gift or a skill I had in video editing or shooting or videography or maybe speaking, you want to be noticed. So I'll just kind of drop some lines out there. 
uh, as opposed to what the Bible says, let another man praise you, not, not yourself. You know, yeah. let, let, let someone else pump you up. Or when Jesus says, go take the back seat and better it'd be said that someone says, Hey, no, no, you're in the wrong seat. Come, come on up here. Yeah. So yes. And thanks for making me feel guilty again for all my past failures. Appreciate you. I'm out of here. No, but that's, that's a, it's a good direction that thanks for getting personal. <laughs> so I don't have to, Rob, it's, it's a further direction that he takes us to, you know, Jesus says, um, listen, when you do something for someone, don't let the left hand know what the right mm-hmm. one is doing. Just be willing to be anonymous, knowing that you're seen by God and you have his applause. I love it. Um, Whenever our kids were younger and we talked to them, our kind of we had a mantra in our house, especially when we were dropping them off at their grandparents or we're leaving them with a babysitter. We would say, be easy, be content and be a blessing. That's these are the things we try to teach our kids. So I remember Lizzie walking up to me one day and she goes, Dad, I helped Ethan clean his room. I said, well, thank you, honey. She goes, you know, just so I could be a blessing. And then she would she would come and report these little things she did. This little three-year-old Lizzie, just so I could be a blessing. And I was like, okay, So honey. where's my blessing, Dad? Right? I, I know, right? I know. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, another one is, why do you think that Jesus is concerned with our motivation and not just our actions? So, uh, leaders, if you're going through your notes this week and you get to that spot, let that kind of pause. And again, as usual, have someone, maybe the host or a trusted friend, be ready for each of these questions to have someone ready to step in with an answer to kind of grease the skids, if you know, as it were, to get that conversation rolling. There's more there. As always, we encourage you to read through the life group notes, not just if you're a leader, but if you're attending, so that whenever we've come together, we're talking about what um, we're talking about things we have thought about instead of trying to come up with things to say. 15 minutes with your notes before that hour and 15 minutes together in life group. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it it really is. One more thought and we'll move on to some announcements. And that is when I think of this whole topic, gang, I think of when the Lord was first introducing himself to Israel, you know, we've left Egypt and he meets with Moses and we get the 10 commandments. Remember these people are picturing humanity. We are fallen away from God since Genesis 3. We're in trouble. And so the Lord is reintroducing himself through the Ten Commandments. And we get it mixed up because they all come across as thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. They're negative. But if you peek at each one of them, it actually is the Ten Loves. If I don't murder, that means I'm loving people, honoring people. Don't lie, tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And I thought about, because I'm a parent of four children, Pastor. And when my children were little, they don't have the ability to make high level, cognitive, understandable decisions. So they are taught in the negative. Don't touch the stove. Don't pull your sister's hair. You know, don't cross the street. Don't, it's a lot of do not, do not, do not. Because I love my child. Right. So God comes to Israel and says, we'll get to the good stuff later, but you're toddlers in this thing. So right now it's going to be thou shalt not don't do this. Don't do that. Just trust me. I'm the father. You're the child. And when I understood that as a parent, like that's how I raised my one year old, two year old, three year old through a lot of negative love reinforcements. Now, later on, they are all adults now. You can speak to them on higher level thinking. And it's not so much don't do this. It's do you understand why this may not be the best decision for you? It's your decision. You can make it. But let's figure out why. It's much more 
relatable and deep and conversational. So let's not look at the Ten Commandments and just say, he's just an angry God. It's the most loving thing he could have done. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Rob. It's huge. It's huge. That's great. Okay. Well, let's move on to some announcements. And with that, we're introducing a, another voice into your earbuds. Pastor, who is with us in the studio today? Yeah, we have our kids pastor with us, Natalie Huffman. Hey, everyone. It's good to be here with you in your little headphones or earbuds. See, we need the female voice on this it's podcast. Very That's very soothing. Yeah, something's something's yeah. lacking. Just being stuck here with you. It's, uh, it's insane. We, yeah. we, we, we need we, Natalie, please, every week. Just join us. So. I'll see what I can do about that. Do. Okay. Well, why is Miss Nelly with us today? Pastor? Well, this is the pastor's podcast and not just I'm not the only pastor. And so periodically we want we want everyone to hear from uh, our other pastors. We actually have a silent partner here with us, uh, new on staff, Isaac Martinez, just observing this week. But um, we really do have just an incredible, incredible kids pastor. And so, uh, Natalie, give us an update on some of the things you're excited about. What's going on in kids? Well, first of all, thank you so much. Um, There's a lot of fun stuff happening in kids. We have been walking through a year-long series called Diving Deep, where we are just taking the Bible and literally diving deeper into it. And it has been so much fun. And it has honestly been one of the greatest parts about being a children's pastor at Trinity Waxahachie is just transforming our kids space into an underwater world. So we got that happening all month of October still. It's going to be great. But we also have something that I am extremely excited for. It is my favorite thing ever that we do at Trinity Waxahachie. And it is family night. That's right. That's coming up at the end of this month. Sunday night, October 30th, and you're kind of the czar of family nights. You really do put a, put them together in a big way. Oh, so, thank you. They're my favorite. Well, last year we did an 80s, a 90s theme, and this year... Is 80s. Yeah. Let's go. I still live in the 80s, Natalie. I'm stuck in the 80s. Best music decade ever. Best uh, movie decade ever. I am a, I am a child of the 80s. Well, this is going to be your night. This is going to be the best. We'll have chili cook-off. We'll have games. We'll have inflatables. We'll got music going, photo booth, all the things. It's going to be the best night. And that's October 30th. What time will that be starting, Natalie? That will be at 5 p.m. It's going to go like 5 to 7.30. Okay, because at that point, the sun kind of starts dropping earlier. Yeah. So 5 p.m. is probably a good, good, good touch. It's a good touch. And we have, uh, unlike Once Upon a Time, we do have lights outside now. And so there will be illumination. People will be able to see where they're going. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best. And so in the past, we've gone through the neighborhoods. We've invited. We've had people come. Yeah. Um, this is a night where we clear out those back two parking lots, Rob. Mm-hmm. And so there's food. There's fun. There's all the stuff. Shall I bring my cornhole boards? You should. <sighs> Even though cornhole didn't exist in the 80s, I'm asking permission from Natalie. Can we kind of time warp the, the cornhole boards back in you know, back in time to the 80s. We can. Okay. We can. Yeah. Done. So not only Cornhole, Rob, we're going to have different booths. Uh, life groups are going to oversee different game areas. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. This is your jam, huh? This is my favorite thing. Awesome. Well, Upstairs Remodel Unveiling, that is coming up, I believe, is it this Sunday? Yeah, that's coming up this Sunday. And so this has been a long time coming. We've been working on this project uh, in our time as pastors for Crystal and I, we'll, it'll be three years in November. Should be two years because COVID doesn't count. Uh, but Except the Super Bowl because the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. So 
Okay. It does count. Okay. Continue on. Yeah. No, just have your own show here, Rob. Who cares? No, um, this is the first thing, the first big building project we have taken on as a church. It's something we, we raise this money together. We came up with a vision. We have done this. And uh, by we, if you're listening, I mean you, I mean us. We've all given toward this. We've all prayed toward this. And so this coming Sunday after church, we're going to open the top floor and we want you to come see what you have given to and what you have prayed for. The new space where our youth, our young adults, and when it's needed, overflow for our kids. Um, yeah. It's going to be a good day. Have you kind of squatted some spots up there already for, for the children's in the cell? Yeah, we have one room that will be upstairs next to the youth room that we will use for our older kids that are in fifth and fourth and fifth grade. Um, we got a lot of kiddos and they don't always all fit in one room. So that will be our overflow space right up there. And then, of course, we have our intern space and I get to hang out with the interns upstairs um, and they have their own little workspace and office area now. So that's also a huge plus of our upstairs space. And I have to say that's just a member, parishioner, not on staff. But what Natalie's saying, what Pastor's saying, avail yourself of this gang. There is so much space up there. It's like a whole nother church. So, folks. Take advantage of this Sunday. Just walk up there and just look around, be nosy. And this is your facility. It's your your body. It's your local spot. So change is happening and good change is happening. Yeah. Okay, Pastor, anything else in your mind before we put a wrap on this podcast, on the Pastor's Podcast? Yeah, you know, just just this encouragement. If you're not in a life group, it's not too late to get involved with one. TrinityWax.info. There is a list of our open life groups there. And uh, jump on, see what night works for you. On Wednesdays, if you have kids, we have several groups that meet at the church, and uh, that would be a great place to start if you have kids. Kids ministry will be taken care of. If you got older kids, go to youth. But we have groups for pretty much every age and stage, and it's a huge part of our church. So that's that's what I'd leave you with. If you're not involved with one yet, give one a try. You're not signing your life away. Give it a try. Okay. Well, on behalf of Natalie Huffman, who's also engaged, when is the wedding date? Our, no our wedding is November, November 12th, next month. Gosh, yeah. she, she has to leave the singles life group and join a young marriage life group. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Me and my fiance co-lead the uh, young married and engaged life oh, group. Oh, they've already combined They're it. Already They're in smarty, the yeah. smarty yeah. pants. Yes. yes. They're thinking ahead. So on behalf of Natalie and Pastor Lennon, Noel, this is Rob Price saying, hey, have a great week. And we'll see you next time right here on the Trinity Church of Waxahachie podcast. God bless you.